are now tuning to Rico Vision Radio, the home of real hip hop. You're now rocking with the best. Looking for the realest motherfuckers on the net. Street certified shit, nigga, this is it. That Clico Vision Radio shit is lit. Folks, Hollywood, Don Knotts be the shit. Number one podcast, now it makes sense. Got them in the zone, now they telling all their friends. Listen one week, then they listening again. Sound way better on the second time around. Sound way better when the record's playing loud. Real hip hop, not the same mainstream. Not the same names with the lame 16. Round the whole world. They should all take heed If they ain't real They should all pay fees It really ain't a fight When you're training You came to win Get ready Let the games begin Motherfucker Ladies and gentlemen Welcome back Welcome back Clico Vision Radio Back in the building Don Knotts What episode is it? It's episode 72 Son Episode 72. I'm your host, Bumps Hollywood, along with my esteemed colleague, Don Knotts. And this is a very, very special occasion. It always is. I feel like most of these occasions (laughs) are special. We are celebrating 20 years since the debut of the official release, Curtis Jackson, 50 Cent. Get rich or die trying. Don Knotts. 20 years. Now, you see, are mad old, Dell. Yeah, no, I definitely am. Um, the funny thing is, is I remember the first time I heard this guy. This is when I first started DJing. I got some bootleg record uh, that had a bunch of shit on it. And on the flip side, it has some uh, 50 song called like Rowdy Rowdy or some shit. You know what I'm talking never about? Never heard it in my life and I never will. Yeah, no, it was just, that was my introduction to 50 and it was What horrendous. year was that? It was horrendous. I think it was like 98, 99. So that was early, early. Yeah, it was bad. And then shortly after How to Rob came out, um, which was cool. I didn't, I didn't mind it. Like a lot. Of I people, enjoyed that. Honestly. Yeah. Like it was to me, I viewed that as a very like fun song. It, it was clever. It was, you know, I didn't think anybody should have felt disrespected from it. Like, Why was everyone mad? I have no idea. You had the mad rapper on it to yes. like lighten it up a little. Yeah. Bit. And I, I think it was, I think it was fine. I think it was a, a cool, fun song. And at the time, that's not really something that I was checking for was a cool, fun song. Ghost was mad pissed. Was he? I don't. I remember Big Pun was pissed. Ghost was Ghost was upset. Is pissed a bad word? Who the fuck cares? <laughs> yo, I remember. Yo, I I swear around the house so much that one day Bells was like, "Dad, the dog pissed on the stairs." <laughs> Uh, so, all right. Anyway, but yeah, I remember there was like a, a interlude on uh, Supreme Clientele going at fifty. Was there? I don't even remember. Yeah, it was like it was somebody like a deep voice um, going at fifty. Hove was upset, right? Yeah. He dropped off about a dollar. What the fuck is fifty cents? Right. So yeah, people were a little upset over how to rob. Yo, do you remember the fifty song going at uh, Hove after that? The response to that. Uh, fifty going out. Oh, I'm sure, but I don't. It had like that Christmas sample in it. Nah, the Christmas sample was "Be a Gentleman," right? I think that. Oh, that might have been because he said, "I'm done with going at um at so and so and Ja. I got bigger fish." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That probably was going at home. Yeah, be a gentleman. Fire, fire sample. We're gonna Easter egg that. We're gonna Easter egg. Hundred percent. That's not an easy song to find either. So you're welcome. Shout out to whoever flipped that sample. Somebody was at the at the dinner table on Christmas and was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> got that heat coming. But, yeah, so who was that produced by? I have Track no Ma- uh, Trackmaster did How to Rob, right? I'm not sure. We might have to get the stats team on that stats one. Stats team, get on it. Get on it. But, um, so, yeah, at that time, though, 50 was working with Trackmasters, locked in a room Somewhere upstate, right? I, I'm being told the stats team has told me that it was in Woodstock, which is uh, not too far from here. But uh, yeah, apparently they recorded the Firm album there too. They were they were all locked up there for like a week or two and did and did a lot of the Firm album up there as well. Yo, while we have the stats department on on call, is Poke from Poughkeepsie? Uh, I've done my research on it, and all signs point to no. 
I guess we'll have to delve further into that on our Trackmasters episode. Stay tuned. Stay tuned for the Trackmaster episode. But right now, we're celebrating 50. Um, as longtime listeners know, we already have two strikes against us. You will not hear one single song off of Get Rich or Die Trying. Or any other official album after that. None of them. But lucky for you, <laughs> we got all the mixtapes. Pretty extensive catalog by Curtis Jackson. And uh, I would say better than his official releases anyway. Yeah. The, the thing that I loved about Get Rich or Die Trying, though, is like it actually lived up to the hype. It was phenomenal. You were in Rhode Island when it came out, actually. Uh, yo, I was in Rhode Island when, when that dropped. I was in Rhode Island when... One of the mixtapes dropped. I don't remember which one, but I remember linking up with Damar mm-hmm. in Providence. I took the bus. Yes, to I remember that. Yep. Hopped in his car. He's playing uh, 50 over the LL. Uh, I'm gonna love you better. Yeah, that shit was fire. Yeah, that yeah, shit yeah. was fire. Yeah, and so. that, that's th- all right. So let, let's talk about these mixtapes. That's what made these mixtapes hot. Was like. This guy was taking beats from shitty ass songs like Love You Better right. and making it hot. Like he made a mockery out of the shitty industry that we were being force fed. And we were like forced to like this stuff. So then you have somebody who's coming out going against the grain and just making a mockery out of everything that was going on. And that to me, that caught my attention immediately. Right. I think I think what was so dope about it is like people jacking for beats has been happening since the beginning of time. Yeah. But jacking like an R and B beat. Yeah. Still singing on it too. Yeah. And, that, but and that, that's a th- gutter. Yeah. Gutter. And, and his his singing was like better than most of the singing hooks and shit. And there, there's one song that sticks out to me in particular. It was that remember that uh, Angie Martinez "If I Go." Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I go, right, right. Like that's that song was so fucking trash, and <laughs> I'm sure that I, I don't even re- d- distinctly remember the 50 version of it. But the fact that this guy just had the balls to do it anyway, right? I don't, I, I don't even have to listen to both of them back to back in the present day to tell you which one is better. Right? Yeah, nah. 50 would jack anything and make it fuego. <laughs> he would jack that gutter and make it fire. He would jack that. You know, pop, and yep. it will just go. So, and that's a skill in itself. You know what I mean? Um, and the, the strange thing about it is, when this guy's just putting out regular songs beforehand, like yes, he did that whole Power of the Dollar album, which you know I, I don't think at that point in time we even really got to hear the entire thing. But those were all like serious songs. It wasn't. It wasn't him just playing around. And right. He caught everybody's attention by playing around rather than his serious effort. Right. I think the thing, too, is if we're being real honest, the beat to I'll Love You Better is fire. It is. Right. But no one wants to rock out to LL. No one wants to drive down the block blasting LL. It was literally the fucking uh, the Boys to Men song. What was that song? The LL one? With LL and Boys to Men? Yeah. It was, it was the. Uh, I, I, how was that called? It was literally the same. Farmers, yeah. With your man smiling, <laughs> a coach bag in your hand. <laughs> yeah, I can't think of the title, but but yeah. no, it's literally the same song with a Neptune beat on it. Straight up, it's LL and his same fucking uh, cadence. He had and, a formula. Yeah, it worked. Right? Yeah. Not for out. Bumps Hollywood, though. Definitely <laughs> not at all. But you know, shout out to Uncle Uncle L. Um, so yeah, I'm saying. Like we said earlier, we're going to really focus more or less on mixtape 54, the songs that we're going to play, because we don't want to get flagged. No, you know and what I like mean? not for nothing, too. This is the greatest hip hop come up in history, I feel like. Debatable. I, if, if not, definitely top three. I would say it's up there for sure. I think, and this is going to be tough, right? Because I made a pledge, took an oath. No cursing. No cursing, but also no Queensbridge. But if you think about live at the barbecue, right? I feel like that may have been one of the most anticipated, like, debuts following anything ever. Yes. You know what I mean? So, uh, But the the thing here is I feel like 50 story is better. Like, yes, uh, Nas's was more historic in that he... (laughs) He... Brought a whole new sound. This guy's choking on. <laughs> <laughs> he he brought a whole new sound and elevated lyricism. 
50 didn't, if anything, he made it worse. All right, definitely dumb to dumb. <laughs> but just the, the, the determination behind him to actually get to where he got um, after all the hurdles he had to jump. Right. I think is what makes his story a little bit better in my book. And well, yeah, yeah, the story definitely. But I'm saying the anticipation for a, for an album. You know what I mean? I yo, I don't know. I feel like the the anticipation behind this, behind Get Rich or Die Trying, might be even bigger than that. Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's a fair debate. Um, another one that I was highly anticipating, which let me down big time, makes. We'll delve into that at another at another time. But Mace was fire. This guy's a Mace fan. Yo, huge Mace fan, yo. And then you drop Harlem World and just, you know, crush my soul. But <laughs> the worst the worst was his next album. Double up. <laughs> That's oh, this guy, he had a yeah. uh, Black Street on the lead single. I forgot uh what the name of the song was, but get ready. Tonight's gonna yeah. be a night to remember. Mace, Mace was trying to win a Grammy. Uh, and, another uh, one. How many did he have already? Officially? Yeah. Probably zero. He probably got at least one or two off Harlem World. And I'm oh, sure I'll know. Get the stats department on <laughs> that immediately. <laughs> Hell no. All right. We'll worry about Mace at a later date. Mace, your episode is coming one day. But right now, 50 Cent mixtape. I'm going to, I'm going to, usually I ask you what you think the first song <laughs> should be. Yeah. I'm saying my favorite mixtape, Guess Who Back mm-hmm. by 50. Yeah. I'm going to say, let's drop a little number I like to call the Rotten Apple. Drop that. It's ClicoVision Radio with Don Ash and Bums Hollywood taking you back. I'm up a road, I used to be on probation I'm with my son, I get full cooperation I tell you, take it off, no hesitation Nigga, you play around, I'll let you down That's how it's going down Don't play with me, I don't have patience My head is in and I need my medication Niggas be hating, they don't know what they facing Nigga, you play around, I'll let you down That's how it's going down I'm being caught throwing signs like I'm a mason Nigga, when it's against me, I'ma erase them Jackson, 20 years later, get rich or die trying. Scooped up by Eminem, Shady Aftermath. How do you feel about that? 
I thought it was a, the most genius move of all time. In retrospect, obviously, at the yeah. time. No, at the time I did too, and like I actually loved the the whole like uh, team that they assembled with like Eminem and G Unit and Dre, and like I thought it was, I thought it was a brilliant move, and they all like worked out well together they all worked well made good music together so um you know you think like something like that that's like fucking lebron trying to get like russell westbrook and anthony davis and mellow and fucking whoever else on his team and they just fucking suck this actually worked real quick eminem one of the bottom five producers of all time. <laughs> did you go back and listen to that episode that we did? <laughs> I'm just saying. His beats are just like, you know, he's playing one finger yeah, keyboard. But like on Get Rich or Die Trying, they did work. Um, but if you go back and listen to our Eminem episode, uh, which I did not too long ago. Oh, did you? Yeah. we. There's a segment where we actually named... 20 producers better than Eminem. <laughs> and we could have kept going. <laughs> the list is endless. We were in that 20 as well. I'm sure. No <laughs> doubt about it. No doubt about it. Um, yeah, so I'm saying, we, like, we're not going to play anything off Get Rich or Die Trying, but I think it's appropriate for us to touch on it a bit, right? Pause. So, <laughs> um, I think that, you know, lead single off of there. Was in the club. That shit shook the earth when it came in out. In the club? Yes. I forget who. I feel like it was. I think it was Irv Gotti was like, when in the club dropped, he looked at John yep. and was like, we got a problem. Yep. Yep. I, I saw that interview. We got a problem. Yep. <laughs> so that dropped. So this is the thing with 50, right? So we kind of had an idea based on the mixtape songs that he could make hits because he was making hits hotter, yes. right? So he was still an R&B John. And like another thing that goes like unnoticed or even like unspoken is the fact that this dude was doing a lot of features leading up to Get Rich or Die Trying that were like smash hits. Like the, the Missy Work It remix. Um... What else was there? There was a handful of stuff that he was on. Yeah, I don't remember 50 features. The, uh, Justin Timberlake, um, the G-Unit remix. Was that an official? That was like real though? I think so. They like performed For it and all shit. that it mattered, I guess. The, the thing, and this is what I loved about 50. We're still asking that question. This guy forced the music into it being real, whether they liked it or not. Right. Yeah, I'm saying nobody's ever been able to do that before. Nah, his his unofficial remixes were definitely hotter than it was on some bad boy remix type thing. You know what I mean? And not for nothing, like a lot of these artists, they were probably happy that he was taking it upon himself to just jump on their songs. Yeah, nah, he he took songs that made them hotter for sure. So in the club drop, you know, you know, commercial success, <laughs> success. This fucking guy. This guy did not come with his A game today. Uh, commercial success, right? Uh, PIMP drop. Commercial. And it was cool. It commercial was cool. success, yeah. though. Yep. 21. Like, you, if you think about the commercialness. Yep. PIMP, 21 questions. Um, go shorty, it's your birthday. Yep. This is hit after hit after hit. Yeah, and we're not even naming the good ass the songs that no, were better no, than that. The, exactly. On the album. These are not the fire songs. These are the hits. Yep. Um I still could work out to What's Up Gangster. Every every time I'm yeah. gonna throw that on. Yep. Patiently well, waiting with Eminem, an Eminem beat, but same with was, Don't Push Me. It had a similar sound, but it was still fire. It was Fuego. It was definitely Fuego. Many What's your men? favorite song? That's my probably my favorite. <laughs> yeah, I, that's my favorite. I was just naming the song off, but yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah mentioned favorite. Yeah, definitely my favorite. Shout out to Tavares. That's who. That's who that sample is for. For those, you know, keep a track at home. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm saying it definitely didn't disappoint. I would say. Um, and then, you know, on this deluxe edition, he re-released Wangster and Life's on the Line as well. Yeah. So. And you know what's funny, too, is I remember, like, you got to remember, too, like, when we're growing up and stuff, hip-hop still wasn't really that well accepted, like, by the masses. So, I'll never forget, one day I'm in the South Hills Mall. I don't even remember what store. R.I.P. to the South Hills <laughs> right? Mall. Right. 
I heard this little kid had to be like maybe third or fourth grade singing Wankster. <laughs> and mind you, it was like a, a Wappinger's like preppy like white kid. Right. So I'm like, wow, this dude really like has touched the masses. Like, you know, it's hip hop is being <laughs> more accepted. You got the kid's parents sitting there listening to him singing this song. Totally fine with it. Right. Like, I'm embarrassed going into fucking media play asking where that INS at. <laughs> Five years too early. Right? I was ahead not of my yet, time. Guy, not yet, guy. But again, and I think just to kind of like... Um, Give a little bit of a glimpse into what our top five is. A big piece of that was the accessibility of his hooks. You could sing along with 50 tracks. You yes. know what I mean? Like, yep. And even not just hooks. Like, this guy was throwing bridges. In, like, what rapper had a Dude, bridge You know what's song? funny, too? If you listen to, like, a lot of his, like, melodies and cadences, like... It's, it was like real music. It, yes, it was a mockery. It was like Weird Al Yankovic shit, but it was straight up. But like it a was surgeon. it worked. It it worked and it made sense. Like I, I I don't. It's something that you can't even put into words. Like you had to be there for it. Right. And there's definitely a skill behind it. Like we couldn't do that. You know what I mean? Like our hook sucked. Yeah. <laughs> Hooks are very challenging no, to make. Are. You know what I mean? Something that's going to really stick. So, um, yeah, shout out to 50. Shout out to Get Rich or Die Trying. We're 20 years later. What would you bottle this? Five, easily. Like, no, no questions. What was it originally rated? Why was the source even? I don't. I don't know. I didn't read the source, and yeah, the source was definitely still out. Yeah, they were then, still. They were on their like last leg, though. Yeah. Shout out to the source. I remember, you know, we was in the source in two thousand eight. Shout out, Sleazo Bang. Oh yeah, <laughs> paid to get in there. Paid an arm and a leg. Um, I don't think I would give it a five, honestly. Really? Yeah, I'm. I'd say. Um, four, four point five. Really? Wow. Yeah. I mean, just for like <laughs> the the magnitude of the album, like it 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 shook the earth, man. It shook the fucking earth. And how many times platinum did it go? Like sixteen or some shit. Definitely diamond. Definitely yeah. ultra diamond. But I think I don't know. For me, it's like yeah, it was it was fire. There was some. Five has to be like unskippable John Blaze Johns. It kind of is to me. It kind of is. I think there's some skippies. And like the one thing I want to call out too is the fact that this guy was not that much of a lyricist either. At all. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. He had a simple formula that worked. And he stuck to it. Then, like, eventually, yeah, kind of, like, uh, died out on him. It fizzled out. But, you know, it. look where it got him. Yeah, straight. A Billy. But, um, yeah, I, I'm, for me, 4.5. Like, I could have did without the Young Buck. I could have done. I could have done without Young Buck, period. Altogether. Yeah. Cashville, Tennessee. <laughs> Definitely don't need that in my life. And this guy was fucking with trannies, too. All right. <laughs> Shout out to the LGBTQ and whatever other letters have been added. Shout since out then. to the Long Dick Hip Hop Affection Hotline. <laughs> oh, you know what I realized too? You know what I realized too about that? I actually cut you off in the middle of what you like what you were saying on that last episode. Uh, you mentioned something about you have something saved in your phone as what? <laughs> I don't. I don't remember. I go, go back and do the knowledge. L listen to the episode, ladies and gentlemen. This guy definitely almost slipped up and said something. This guy's definitely hiding mad skeletons in his closet. <laughs> closet full of bones. <laughs> so, um, all right. Well, listen. Once again, we're not playing anything off the album. So I think we're going to have to settle on a 4.5. We still do not have a five-bottle album. <laughs> still don't have it. I think this is pretty damn close. It's very close. The very fact close. that, the fact that like, you're tying this album with the Game album and the Smith & Wesson album. I really don't know how the Smith & Wesson album got It was before. great. I, it was a great yeah, album. I haven't heard it in about five years. Yeah, no, it was a, it was a so pretty fucking been that solid great. album. <laughs> Never listen to it again. Shout out to Tech. Well, it was a goddamn classic in my book. So with that said, let's play another unofficial release from 50. Go for it. Yeah. 50 Cent. G-Net. Remix. Yo. We gonna do it again. Back seat in the K truck of Tahoe. 
the Benz truck or Expo. Back seat of the X5 or Range Rover. When I pick you up, you know how this shit go, ho. Back seat of the Caddy truck or Tahoe. Back seat of the Benz truck or Expo. Back seat of the X5 or Range Rover. When I pick you up, you know how this shit go, ho. Hey, yo, my truck talk for me. If I was bummy or ugly, your bitch would still have love for me. Yeah. As long as I push a truck, rims chunky. Uh-huh. Never open my lips, your bitch wanna fuck with me. Beat the air horn, hop in, turn the heat on. Pick you up off the street to get your feet warm. She giving sex cause the Lex truck takes a let it. Big thick thighs, eyes browner than Sahara Desert. Uh-huh. Deuce, deuce bitches, yeah, they caught your eyes. Bought a loud system full of bass and highs. You see the X5 BM packed with Puerto Ricans. Bad mind. On the low, just creeping. Uh-huh. Niggas be frontin' like they bubbling coke, but they really struggling with a high car note. Yeah, you might see me in the Jeep, on the round four deep, and you know we on the creek. Nigga, I'm holding. Back seat of the K truck or Tahoe. Back seat of the Benz truck or Expo. Back seat of the X5 or Range Rover. When I pick you up, you know how this shit go, ho. Back seat of the Caddy truck or Tahoe. Back seat of the Benz truck or Expo. Back seat of the X5 or Range Rover. When I pick you up, you know how this shit go, ho. Back seat of my truck, let's swing an episode. Fuck a hotel, we have sex on the road. I pull the seats back, put seats in the luggage rack. Pull out my balls and play a Aaron Hall track. I tell a chick, bend over, mommy. Hit her with the handy dick, now my window's foggy. It's time to party, I got TVs, CDs, and DVDs. Now, bitch, get on your knees. You can be a model chick or a silly hood rat. Don't come on my level, don't stain my floor mats. Was your baby mama? She in the truck, and I'm blessed. Undressing up, make her jump out for air refreshing. I ain't stressing up, cause my rims keep checking her. She's 21, my rim size older than her. 22. Niggas say they won't be when they see me in the street. They don't slow down to speak, cause they know I'm home. Back seat of the K truck or Tahoe. Back seat of the Benz truck or X4. Back seat of the X5 or Range Rover. When I pick you up, you know how this shit go, ho. Back seat of the Caddy truck or Tahoe. Back seat of the Benz truck or Expo. Back seat of the X5 or Range Rover. When I pick you up, you know how this shit go, ho. Yeah. 50 Cent. Tony Ayo. G Unit. You are now tuning to Rico Vision Radio, the home of real hip hop. So, obviously, one of the things that got 50 notoriety. Is damn near getting murdered, right? This is true. Um, A lot of people say that's why he blew up was because he got shot nine times. Right. So did Oskino, and he didn't necessarily go diamond. Shout out to The (laughs) Rock, but he didn't go diamond off it. Um, 50 came up, Southside Queens, right? Yep. Queens get the money. Mm -hmm. Long time, no cash. Yep. Um, Came up in an area where Supreme Team was... That was home base. Thanks. That, that was home base for the Supreme team. Which legendary team. You know, we, we talk about BMF and all that. Yeah. Supreme team might have been one of the most legit, illegitimate teams in the game. Well, it's funny, too, because, uh, you know, a lot of people were saying that all the rappers were trying to be like them. Now you got, like, drug dealers trying to be rappers. But before that... It was rappers trying to be the drug dealers. Right. So when you hear about, you know, the Louis Vuitton seats and, you know, uh, the drop tops in the hood and all that, this was really happening. You know, so a lot of times rappers pretend and then once they get signed, they buy it. Cream team was riding around getting it. Yep. Riding around and getting it. And to the youth. They they were looking up to these dudes like they viewed these guys as cool. These were their their idols. These are the guys that they wanted to be like. How could you not? Because even if you think about like eighties, right? Yeah. Even the athletes weren't getting bred like the Supreme that, Team. This you know is what I true. mean? Like that is you true. have Bernard. King. I was just about to say Bernard King. That's hilarious. Riding around in a Acura Legend, and Prem got the drop top BM with the Louis interior. Yep. So like, I'm gonna bypass playing ball. <laughs> I'm gonna go sell some yum. Yep. 
So, but that got 50 a little bit jammed up. So 50 was from the hood. Yeah. 50's from Southside. Um, Supreme Team ended up linking up with Irv, you know, local DJ at the time. Yeah. And like most, you know, mob tied individuals try to figure out a way to laundry mat the money, right? Yeah. Yeah. And well, I think Preem actually did get locked up. And when he came out, he that was his goal was to go legit. And wash, he, yeah. Yeah. And he wanted Brett. Yep. And he wanted to do it through Murder Inc. I think Murder Inc. was already established at the time. Coincidentally or not, 50 wasn't seen eye to eye with Ja. Yeah. It was so they say it's because. Uh, uh, ja Rule did a video shoot in the hood, and then Fifty went there. Up and coming rapper, not known as uh, not not uh, as big a name as Ja, and uh, everybody in Fifty's hood was showing Ja love and just kind of ignoring Fifty. So they uh, they say that jealousy had a lot to do with it. So this is post Holla Holla and all that. I'm not sure to be exact. All Maybe right. around that time. Um, I'm not sure. So basically, Fifty was actually in the streets. Yes. Right. Yes. Irv was like a nerd. Mm-hmm. I don't know what Ja was doing. I don't, ja might have been in the streets as well, but probably not as not to the heavy extent as that, Fifty. Yeah, yeah. So Fifty sees Ja and Irv getting love, and he's like, "Wait a minute, these are my streets." Yep. Um, when you get Supreme, the biggest boss in town, one of the biggest bosses in town, co-signing you, obviously. That's gonna put a little battery in the back of Ja. Yeah. Uh, but Fifty's still like, I know you. You soft. Yeah. <laughs> soft. Uh, so that's kind of how that beef sparked. You know what I mean? And then we have, you know, uh, your life's on the line. All these tracks dropping. There are so many underlying stories with this whole thing that if we could do two episodes out of this shit. Right. We might have to do the Supreme Team anthology. <laughs> <laughs> but long story short, you said that at one point. Cream went to go check 50, like, yo, lay off my guy. Yeah, numerous times, numerous times. But one time in particular, he went he went on 50's block and, like, put his hand on his head, like, trying to sun him. And then 50 did the same thing back to him. And then the whole, like, hood witnessed it, and everybody was, like, jumping out of their chairs, like, in disbelief that 50 sunned him back. Right. And mind you, there's, like, there's literally, like, a 15-year age difference, I believe, with these two men. So, like, you know, the younger, the younger, less wealthy dude is, like, sunning uh, somebody who should be superior to him. Supreme to him, would you say? Yeah, yeah. Would you say supreme? Yeah, should be supreme to him, like, it it definitely ruffled some feathers, and they say that that was the moment where, uh, uh, Supreme's attitude and uh, view on 50 changed. And, and then, then 50 went ahead and dropped the Ghetto Karam. Yes. Right? Yep. Um, do you view that song as snitching? It's tough. Like, it's yes, yes. And he said no. a lot of names. He did. But, like, I feel like a lot of these dudes were already locked up and everything beforehand. But And that's the thing, too. Like, hip-hop is technically freedom of speech. Like, it's... It's he's not in front of a judge doing it, so I think that makes it a little bit different. Uh, definitely in our era, yeah, uh, yeah. or in the, in today's era yeah. where you have Gunna up there, like yo, I, I don't, I'm not YSL or Six Nine, literally, like he did it. <laughs> but if you think about it, and again, I may, I'm not gonna make these pledges anymore, ladies and gentlemen. But Nas was talking about, you know, yes, Fat Cat, Jamaica Queen, yes, I, Supreme I, I, Team. That's how I got to know all these dudes' names was from Nas first. So I was actually thinking about that today. Like, how is that any bit different? Like, yeah, 50 might have went into a little bit more detail, but Nas was kind of doing the same thing. And the, the thing is, is uh, it's tough because I don't think Nas, like, knew them directly. Nas was just, like... Speaking from more of a poetic standpoint and storytelling standpoint, whereas like yeah, fifty storytelling, but he actually like saw these dudes like right. up close in person and shit. So I I don't know. It's 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 tough. It, it depends on who you ask. Is it snitching? Right. Me, Apparently, Prem thought it was snitching. Oh yeah, yeah. And put that head out. Yeah. Well, when when you're fifty and you're becoming that much of a nuisance. And you're supreme and you got sunned by him You're probably looking for an excuse to put the hit out Alright <laughs> So he put the hit out via Mike Tyson's bodyguard Yep 
Yeah. Who I believe was Homo. Was that Homo? I think so. Because he said, 50 said Homo shot me two weeks later. He got shot down. Yeah. And according to Tony Ayo, <laughs> the only four people who were not scared of Supreme was 50, Homo, Big Noise Troy, and E Money Bags. Anyway, Shout out can, E-Money Bags. We could do a whole nother episode. We should do an E-Money Bags episode. I feel episode. like we should. I feel like we should. Um, yeah, so Daryl Hamo Baum, I don't know how to pronounce the name, is the dude that shot 50. And then uh, three weeks later, he got shot down. Coincidentally. And you know what? 50 claims he had no part in that at all. But there's a big difference between the two. 50's here and he ain't fucking breathing. (laughs) Oh, I just swore. Oh, yes, you did. It's not getting edited out. It is not getting edited out. And we're making a reel out of it. That is a reel. That is a reel. Sugar, honey, iced tea. Definitely just It's not coming out either. I will literally stand in front of this computer and fight you to make sure that it doesn't get edited out. Uh, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, we are off the rails. But before we get too far off the rails, let's drop that ghetto Quran so everybody knows what we talk about, y'all. You are now tuned into to Vision Radio. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Southside. What y'all niggas know about Dirty South? One time. Forgive me for I've said over and over again just to stay on top. I recall Mary with sin over and over again and again. Yo, when you hear talk of the South Side, you hear talk of the team. See niggas fair prints and respected Prince. For all you slow motherfuckers, I'ma break it down illa. See, Prince was the businessman and Prince was the killer. Remember? He used to push the bulletproof BM, uh-huh. He said, get your seasick. I sat back and peeped shit. The road was easy wider than. Then get blunted. Had the whole projects working for 50 or 500 as a youth. All I ever did was sell crack. I used to idolize Cat. Hurt me to my heart to hear that nigga snitched on Pat. How you go out like that? Rumors in the hood was just for snitching. I ain't believe that, Paul. He helped me cop my first year sex. So I had the forerunner disease. The five and the three. Used to drive his truck through the hood. Dragging jet skis from Jerry Wallace to Baby Wise. Don't be surprised at how freely I thought our names are guys. Who dealt with pies like L.A. and Wise. L got shot in the neck. Then told us connect. Them niggas who shot him got up for 10 bricks. Fucking Dominicans. Turned around and gave him more bricks. Oh, forgive me for I've said over and over again just to stay on top. And we call Mary Bill Wilson over and over again and again and again. That first verse was just a dose of the shit that I'm on Consider this the first chapter in the ghetto's Quran I know a lot of niggas that get dough like Bimmy and Joe And Prince and Righteous from Hillside with the mole on his nose Throughout my struggles in the hood, I started learning Life's a bitch, with a pretty face, what she burning? Man, I'ma get cheese like Chaz, then run through whips like Seagull Gamble all the time like country curly head Prince And Tom Popo under pressure too, they know what they facing Go against crews like Bebo and killers like Pappy Mason A lot of niggas I know been corrupted since birth Heist the raw nuns for fun. They think they worth. I know some cats that hell out whole complexes like Holy Wall. Together niggas stand and divided they fall. Round here, shook niggas, they keep it in motion. Come around here with your rollie, you can get robbed like ocean. Lord knows. Tommy had lords and soul. Helicopters, Rolls Royces with Louis Vuitton interior. Might sound like I'm fantasizing, but son, I'm dead serious. Montana was no dummy, boy, Bennett's to wash the money. Had money out the ass, he politic like the Asians. Feds couldn't catch him dirty, so settle for tax evasion. Forgive me for I've said over and over again just to stay on top. I recall Mary with sin. Over and over again. And again, and again, and again. 
Yo, rest in peace to Rich and Ron. Money what they was about, yo. The twins was from Queens, but got crazy crane without pole. Throughout my time, I heard tales of Jaime, Frenchie, Jamaican Pauly, Ducky Corley, Rodney Bumpin' Chick, shit. A lot of niggas flow the way I flow, but ain't been in the game all their life, so don't know who I know. Writing rhymes is the best way I express how I feel. If I ain't rich by 26, I'll be dead or in jail. Coming up, I heard sipping too much booze to leave you confused. And if you watch the news, you see players in this game that lose. I'm forgetting Lefty and Jazz, Pretty Tony and Lance, Head Luke, Mel Sun, Troy and E Money Bags. In a conversation over shrimp and lobster, and Benny Hines heard Chico stop boxing and started robbing diners. Shout out to Clamps and Clutch, Bob Dre, Black Will. If the flow don't kill you, the Mac will. Oh, forgive me for I've said over and over again just to stay on top. I recall memories filled with sin over and over again and again and again and again. This fucking guy, this fucking guy, it's time for this fucking guy. You are now tuned into Bleco Vision Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> it's time for your favorite time of the week. It's time for this, this fucking guy, Florida. You know what? We're going to change it up a little bit this week. We have these fucking guys, which is going to lead us into our new segment called Where Are They Now? A long-awaited debut. <laughs> so basically what this segment is going to entail is we're just going to, you know, touch on artists that may have had a splash in the past and... um you know, never heard from again. And we actually just sat down and to go with this episode with the Ghetto Quran song, the same sample was used a few years later by a group called Smiles and South Star for a song called, uh, what was it? Tell Me was the name of it, I, I have think. I no idea what the title of that is. Yeah. But real quick. Yeah. Who, who, who murdered it better? <laughs> <laughs> so this is the thing. I was going to play this song, but I'm not going to get our third and final flag over Smiles and South Star and have ClecoVision Radio shut down over this bullshit. Right. So, with that said, we just wa- we watched the video and we sat here and laughed our asses off for four and a half minutes. Shout out to Smiles. Which one is that? I have no idea. I think so- South Star was the Asian dude. Why but do you like- think that? I feel like there's like a racial thing. <laughs> not at all. How do you get that from that? <laughs> but th- this video, like, in my opinion, before we talk about where are they now, let's talk about this. Let's delve into the video. bullshit we just watched. So to me, this song was everything that was wrong with the early 2000s. We had headbands. We had Fire. throwback jerseys. Fuego. We had velour suits. Missed those. Uh... What else was it? Do rags? I mean, people still wear do rags. Gigantic jeans. Yeah, size with, th- with like uh, patches stitched onto them. This is true. And um, but listen, real quick, how long before all of this comes back? Everything co- comes back. Everything comes. back. I hope we're dead. Everything <laughs> comes. I'm waiting for the four XTs to come back. I'm gonna you be still at got the work. closet. I'm gonna be at the work place in a four XT in a board meeting. <laughs> Once this guy moves all the skeletons out of the way in his closet, you'll fucking unearth the four X white tees. <laughs> I need the brand new Johns with the crease down the middle. You know what I'm saying? Fucking bringing back a Nietzsche and shit. Hell yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Smiles is South Star. I'm saying, beat wasn't bad, right? Can we agree on that? <laughs> like, look where it came from. You straight up jacked it off 50. Beat was Fuego. Shout and it out was, to Orlando. It was, a, it was a Diana Ross sample with a song that featured Marvin Gaye, by the way. Well, you can't really go wrong with those two. That's true. So. And yes, shout out to Orlando, but not, not for these dudes. <laughs> 
The one thing I'll say about this video is it had probably the baddest bitches I've ever seen all in one music video at once. Right. I beg to differ. I challenge anyone to go watch Tip Drill. I haven't seen that in years. I have to go watch it again. Yeah. But BT Uncut, ladies and like, gentlemen. The, the one thing I will say is Orlando has some women. Orlando definitely has some women. So it probably wasn't that hard to fucking put this cast together. <laughs> Shout out to Orlando. So, where are they now? I believe is the name of the segment. Where are they? So, uh, apparently, um, I, wa- I want to say South Star is the Asian guy. Right. So, uh, is he Asian? Yes, he is. Oh, okay. No, actually, to be technical about uh, it, Tibetan? <laughs> I said technical. No, I'm saying, is he from Tibet? Oh, no. No, so he's, his mother is Chinese, his father is half Filipino and half German. Shout out the to fact them. that I know this is bothering. It's pathetic. <laughs> this guy's wasted years of his life following these guys. So he's actually coaching youth basketball, and none of his kids that he coaches have any idea that this guy was a rapper. Does he still have a headband on? No. <laughs> Maybe in practice, but right, right. Uh, God damn! Please never put that on again. Have you, you been or anybody able else able to track down Smiles? The last I heard about him is he. <laughs> Apparently is well off and made a bunch of investments with his rap money. Really? Which wasn't much, but he's, I think he's like kind of playing it low key. And so he flipped it. Yeah, he's doing, he's, he treated like the crap game, yo. Straight up. All right, shout out to Smiles, uh, South Star. Good luck with the AAU thing. And uh, can we just talk real quick before we end this, end this segment about how much I wanted to just punch both of these dudes in the face? It, For I the way they looked. Them. I had to restrain. For them. the way they looked, like they just, they, they screamed, I'm a fuckboy. Like, to nope. just the sight of them. Like, there was the an f- air of that. Nope. It was terrible. There was an air of that. And just think, like, this came out during the time when you do have 50 in G, G Unit. So we're following, like, actual street dudes, and then these guys got the audacity to come out with this bullshit. Right. It was, uh... It was trash. I have nothing pleasant to say. Shout out to Smiles. Shout out to South Star. I have a real difficult time saying your name, but I'm glad you guys landed on your feet. No, no. I think that's cool. I think that's cool. Thank you for not continuing to be rappers. 100. 100. <laughs> um, you did the world a favor, and for that, we were we are grateful. All right. Let's get back into that gutter-ish show. Drop something. We do, we keep it gangsta. They don't do it like we do, cause they don't live like we do. We keep it gangsta. Niggas is scared to death of me, they know I don't play. Niggas don't want it, I bring it to them anyway. I'm getting paper, things are changing, bitches love it. They in the club with me, popping the bug with me. You should see them in the telly and the tub with me. Rubbing all on my back like they in love with me. I'm a grimy ass nigga, I'm far from a dumb. Still a million niggas coming, me kicking like Farrakhan. Plenty your club wearing whatever, I ain't trying to be cute. Deuce, deuce in my booth, fuck you looking at, dude. We the reason that the D's is searching for bundles. The reason that they make you take your shoes off at the tunnels. Party with us and get your link pop, I got your bank stop. Diesel like a nigga home on furlough in the tank top. You know how we roll back to back, expo, sipping VSO. I D W I, I'm a real wise guy. They don't do it like we do, cause they don't live like we do. We keep it gangster. They don't thug niggas out like we do. They don't stay iced out like we do. Keep the bar priced out like we do. Thug them out, whoa, whoa, bloody is mad, whoa, whoa. They don't thug niggas out like we do. They don't stay iced out like we do. Keep the bar priced out like we do. Thug them out, whoa, whoa, bloody is mad, whoa, whoa. Respect me, some sit around tables, plotting to wet me. When y'all niggas come, y'all better come correctly. Do you understand me? Do, 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 do. Gangsta shit, I'm laughing straight to the motherfucking bank with this. Ha <laughs> inside we got razors, outside we got max. That's why we act like we don't know how to act. Who wanna get chopped? Who wanna get shot? Who wanna get these crystal bottles smashed all across they not? Dupe, I run with grimy niggas, this down to tear the club up. You run with dirty niggas, they wash and tear the tub up. My niggas get knocked without blocks, they go to shop. Do that stick six months, they come right back to the block. I told Tony we approaching the game the strong way. I don't give a fuck if I'm rubbing these niggas the wrong way. Whoa, whoa. They don't thug niggas out like we do. They don't stay iced out like we do. Keep the 
all priced out like we do. Dug them out, what, what, bloody his mouth, what, what? They don't dug niggas out like we do. They don't stay iced out like we do. Feed them all priced out like we do. Dug them out, what, what, bloody his mouth, what, what? Niggas stay getting hit. All they do is clean up the blood, change the name and reopen the shit. I watch niggas sip cups of Curry, Tennessee as they hard. They get drunk, then they wanna thump. That's why I get a kick out of making them sick. Ice on the wrist, big as the shit the Titanic hit. Got shorties in my hood saying they like my style. Hoes in Hollywood saying I'm too well. I'm getting plenty paper, my hair's still nappy. I'm still plotting to pop police like Pappy. Mason, niggas clearly don't understand what they face on. Let them get out of line, then I have to. Ladies and gentlemen, as you could tell from that bomb ass intro. <laughs> Shit. This you guy's just choking on that motherfucking D, yo. No, I, I thought you were about to go two for two right there. Wow. Oh, the fucking curse ticker is fucking. Uh... <laughs> the reel is running, yo. The, the ticker tape is just going off the rails. Yo, top five, dead or alive, Don Knotts. Don't drop it, yo. Let me introduce the segment, yo. For the new listeners, what we do each week, we pick out a topic. We talk about the top five on that, John. Don Knotts goes first, gives us some straight up old fashioned bullshit, and then I come through with that gospel. Don Knotts, top five, 50 cent hooks of all time. Let's go. This was this was tough. This was very difficult. Um, my number five. I don't remember off of which one of those mixtapes it was, but it was a song that we alluded to earlier with the LL Cool J "Love You Better" beat. You're after my channel. Yes, that. Was, and again, like Fifty made that song amazing, mostly because of that hook. I couldn't tell you one bar from the verses. <laughs> Me neither. But no, and that's the thing, man. This guy made things catchy. He made things catchy, um, except his verses. <laughs> um, my number four, Pon Alden. Uh, off Get Rich or Die Trying, Many Men. Iconic. Should have been number one. Nah, nah. Nah. Wish death pawned me. Um, number three. Damn, I'm, I'm speeding through this, yeah, huh? Why don't, you, why don't you slow? You know what? Don't slow down. Keep going. <laughs> Keep going. Get him. Number three, you not like me. Mm. If you get shot and run to the cops, you're not like me. NYPD, LAPD. And that wasn't even the hook, but just like a little that part was like little that. Yeah, that was it? Like the, it was, it was a like the intro. I think like that's how he yeah, started Yeah, that's how it, it started off. But that's the thing. He did little simple shit like that that, you know, us rapping back then at the same point in time, we didn't think to do that. Hence why we're doing this podcast at 40 years old <laughs> in our fucking uh, extra bedroom in my apartment here. Shout out to the extra bedroom. <laughs> All right. Keep it going. Uh, number two. Uh, off the game album, Hate It or Love It. Mm. The underdogs on top. 
I'm gonna shine. And now there was two versions of that, I believe. There's the regular the one and then Day John also. And the, the G Unit one. So yeah, I mean both were fire. Beat was hot. And then that's the thing. You just get a hot beat and throw 50 on the hook. Recipe for success right there. Like, Shout out to Cool and Dre. Oh, yeah. They did produce that. Yeah, that that's true. And not for nothing. Like, let's be serious here. The game turned out to be a pretty solid artist, but I wouldn't ever wanted to hear him had 50 not been on any of his hooks. Probably not. Exactly. So I'm glad you agree with that. My number one. Jeez, already? Yeah. Actually, you know, we're going to slow it down. I'm going to. Before I get to my number one, I'm gonna throw a curveball in here. My my worst 50 hook of all time. Uh, out of control with Mob Deep. Of course. That was course the that worst is. 50 hook of all time. And Mob Deep had no business being on that song. It was terrible. It was a, it was a reach. It was a, it, the whole thing was a reach. It, it was a terrible song all the way around. And somehow it was like a multi-platinum single, I believe. So, all right, enough with that. That was 50. That is a cheat code. Yeah, that, and that's what they treated it as. It was fucking ridiculous. Um, number one, Magic Stick. No, oh my god, I didn't even think of that. That was pause, <laughs> but it was fire. That uh, that is that on yours? No, that was a good. Wow, I didn't even think of that. Holy shit! That right. wow. What's your number one, Wankster? Mmm. Again, and I bring that back to seeing the little ass kids singing along right, right. with it. Like, it was, it was, it was like very easy to digest. It was impactful. I, I'm not mad at the I'm 50. Like you can't go wrong. You really can't go wrong. <laughs> you really can't go wrong. All right, Book of Job. It's time, Book of Daniel. This <laughs> Book of Daniel, number five. I'm going with. You know what? Let's go back to the West Coast. Let's talk about a little guy named Game. <laughs> Title track off his album, the documentary. I'm going with um, West Side Story. Produced by Scott Storch. It's not the title. I don't, I don't I don't remember 50 on that hook. I don't remember that album, to be honest with you. So it's like, if you take a look at my eye. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. be a gangster. Yeah. Yeah. How many songs was 50 on on that album? I feel like not enough. (laughs) (laughs) Not enough. Um, Number four. You know, I don't even have. I think the title of this song was Thicker Than Water, but I really don't know. That was off games too, right? No, this was just a, a like a. Random freestyle or like off one of these G Unit mixtapes, but it was like thicker than water. Oh, Trizzy Wizzy, what? <laughs> Just dropping. I remember, I remember something straight like up gang banging John. I remember something straight like straight up gang banging John. I don't even think he's a blood, but he was rapping on that song. Maybe. Oh, Trizzy Wizzy, one thicker than water. Uh, <laughs> all right. Number three. We kind of talked about this one earlier. But um, be a gentleman. I feel like the way he rode yes. that. That is the Easter egg of this episode. The, the way he rode the, the Christmas beat is best. You be, be a gentleman, gentleman and you watch what you say. Yo, that's, that's fire. The fact that we both remember that. Right. And we're able to like recite it out loud. Like, there you go. Yeah, definitely fire. Um, number two, mm-hmm. kind of been shitting on Eminem beats, mm-hmm. but patiently waiting was yes. fire. I was actually going to put that on mine, but I didn't. Wa- I felt like I had too much shit from Get Rich or Die trying on there. Patiently waiting was fire. How many did I have? I had like three because that you not like me was a bonus track. So was Wankster. That's true. Yeah, so I had three from that. The entire <laughs> damn I had PIMP as his I was looking match. at it. I was, I was looking at it. I'm like, nah, we can do better than that. Feel like we probably touched on this song, but it is by far the greatest 50 cent hook of all time. Mm-hmm. Murder. Yeah. I don't believe you. Murder. 
Yeah. No, I, I, I don't know about it. There's so many. It's tough to say that that's the best, but it's definitely up there. And, and I, yo, it serves so many purposes, right? It's shitting on Ja, which I love. Mm-hmm. It kind of gets me hype. Like, no, gets me I hyped. don't believe, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. I feel like that. that's... That's fire. And it's not like a marketable one. It's just like, yo, let's get right. I actually right. played that shit at the Derby like three weeks ago. Did you ago. really? Yeah. Did it go up or did it nah, just everybody fizzle? went nuts. So it was funny. Like, uh, fucking usually they got the handcuffs on me over there. And then uh, I was told, uh, everybody's telling me to take the handcuffs off you. I'm like, say no more. <laughs> this guy dropped the hardest thing. No, I, I think I, I like, I think I started off with like fucking, uh, the diplomats, I really mean it. And then I was like playing like Dipset Anthem, and then somehow I made my way into like some hard ass jeans. Everybody was spitting razors out of their <laughs> mouth. <laughs> Mad buck fifties that night. Yeah. Mad buck. No, that's the that thing. Night. Like when when I get when I'm when I'm allowed to do that, it's a fun time. Fun time. I feel like mad guilty afterwards every time though. As long as nobody got stretched out, you're fine. No, that, that no, it was funny because that was the night it was all peaceful. But, you know, fucking there's another time where I'm playing fucking uh, Taylor Swift or Bieber and people are getting fucking oxed. Oxed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oxed. <laughs> oxed the fuck the down, son. price went up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, R.I.P. Right, so- Dom Perrion. P. Dom P. Yo. So yeah, that's that's my list. Um, I feel like you know it's hard. Honestly, you know, like, so we're gonna get dicks. <laughs> we're gonna get oh. mad people in the comments. Like yo, what about blah blah blah? You know what I mean? Like yeah, we get it. There's mad fire. It's hard. Pause. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> but you know we had to we had to land where we landed and. That's where we landed. No, the thing with this episode, like just to summarize here, there's a lot of information that we omitted just because it will take forever. And we don't want Fat Cat's nephew showing up at your this front door. This is true. Door, you know what I'm saying? Yep. This is true. But so. no, there, there's a lot of like little one-off stories and side stories and backstories. And there, there's a lot of stuff that uh, went into um, 50s Rise to Power. Yeah, so, you know, I feel like at the end of the day, we're celebrating 50 the artist, not 50 the gangster, not 50 the dude that got shot nine times, not, you know, Supreme Team, none of that. We're just celebrating 50's rise to success. You know what I mean? If you want to hear about Supreme Team, go subscribe to, what is that, Showtime? Yeah, But Showtime. for right now, you know, we represent golden era hip-hop and... This, this is kind of where we landed with this episode. Yeah, not, not for nothing. I did watch the Showtime documentary. It is definitely worth the watch. And I'm glad that I actually happened to have Showtime beforehand. And just one day I like just signed on. It's like, ah, oh, Supreme Team documentary. Let me see what this is in, folks. <laughs> this watching mad softcore porn. <laughs> Skin a match. Yo, that's the only streaming service that is not in existence is Cinemax. Is there not a Skinemax? Nah, there's... Yo, is there still a random B-list softcore porn on, on these kind yes. of channels? So on Showtime, I'm pretty sure. I was like, just, they, there's the way they have it categorized was like confusing. So I like I was going through it one day just exploring. Yeah, just exploring. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I was not looking for it. I swear to God, I was not I was looking for silk stalking. <laughs> That's actually on Amazon yeah, Prime. Yeah, that used to be our USA. That's an amazing yeah, 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 show. That fucking one bitch was so hot. I don't remember any of it. All I know, if you used to watch it through the squiggly lines, or you used to watch uh, Silk Stalkins, you or can find it on Showtime. USA <laughs> up all night. You know what I mean? That's what I'm talking about. Where Where is that stuff now? I don't think there is, because there's the internet. You just go to one of these sites. I'm surprised that there's no Cinemax anymore, though. I did not even think of that. Are you sure there's not a Cinemax? I don't know. Oh, this is going to be our fucking task for the week to find out where Cinemax has gone and what we can do to bring it back. Yeah. Until right. next time. Suck
Can't say you want to go against the grain. 